0: In today's episode, we continue our conversation with Michelle about her son Jacob's story.
1: Michelle, do you know um, what will happen if they do catch him? Um, will he have to serve the nine years in prison now, or how? Oh no, he'll work?
0: he'll get much more than that. It'll they'll all they'll have to go back to the drawing board um, okay. for that because. Uh, One, Jennifer Bennett, who was the prosecutor at the time, um, is now a judge. Um, The new DA that prosecuted the other guys when Jennifer was already gone, he killed himself. (laughs) And then the judge is now the DA. So they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and figure it all out again because it's not, you know, and it's 17 years later. Yeah. But and then the last guy, the grand finale is uh Sergio Valencia, and he took off when we started making arrests. He never got arrested, he was just six. And there was one he went to Mexico at the time. Him and his girlfriend were expecting a baby. Um, she had the baby, they gave the baby up for adoption because. Having the baby would be a trail to them. It would not a trail. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. a, it would be like a. Yeah, it would, know, leave,
1: it would leave be. a trail of. Well, well you I know, know you listen. can't hide
0: very well with a baby. Yeah. I don't, you know, a newborn. You're going to get that. It's going to be kind of like the extra luggage. You know what I mean? I don't mean it bad, but mm-hmm. that's you know. I think they did the best thing they could by giving the baby up for adoption. If they were going to be on the run. Mm-hmm. And so he gave, they gave the baby up for adoption. He took off to Mexico and here goes Michelle again. (laughs) I saddle up, I figure it out. I'm canvassing the streets, asking people, doing everything I need to do. Still on the phone with the police. Have you gone to mom's house? Have you gone to sister's house? You guys need to make your presents. Go, go, go. Um, was it 6 years Kathy I when we finally I think I I think it was 6 years after my son got killed I found him and it went from there it took me a year to have him brought back over here cuz I got this US marshals the judge the, everybody you know we had to go before the Mexican authorities, because of course you can't. They don't believe in the death penalty. They won't let him come over here if, if we're going to give him the death penalty. And they have to interview me, everybody, and then um, it took a year. And then when they finally said, "Okay, come get him," then um, it took about another six months, I believe, to go get him. And um, when And when I tell you that they say that the Mexican jails are horrible, (laughs) this kid was up for murder. And when the U.S. Marshals got over there, he was a personal friend of mine. He said that when he saw him, that that kid dropped to his knees and cried and said, you're finally here. Please get me out of here. Wow. Wow. And they brought him back over here and we went to court again and, you know, to trial again and he got 50 years as well. So but
2: he didn't play, or was no, he always
0: we, No, we didn't, I I didn't accept that. We And we, it wasn't even on the table like they, because he had already been gone for six years and, you know, whatever. So it wasn't even on the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there is just, his family was very um, apologetic if you will like Remonstant. they were you know yeah they were like hey there's nothing we can do but we apologize and, you know blah 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 to me um that kid his his name is Sergio Valencia there was he was a brother if you remember me saying Ramon Valencia that's his little brother and they um when that little brother was in trial um, they had mentioned somewhere in there that why did he do it? And his brother, the little one said, my brother said he was doing this to teach me a lesson. Wow! And they said, well, what do you mean by teach me a lesson? He said that his brother told him um, so he can grow some testicles.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> because I guess, I guess he was, you know, the softer kid or whatever. But yeah, his brother said that that's so he could grow some testicles.
1: Wow. So if I remember correctly, Michelle, they didn't actually char- charge them with murder. Is that right?
0: No, um, we couldn't do murder because because the medical examiner could not determine if whether the beating had killed Jacob or when he got ran over by the van. But I know that They know that it would lead up to it, but they cannot, they have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the beating killed him in order to charge them with murder. And the reason that we went with affiliation with organized crime is because it holds the same amount of time and it will be on there. If you ran their name, like, you know, they're trying to get a job or whatever, it's going to show that they killed somebody, but their actual charge was Affiliation with the
1: organization. Okay. okay, because I know that if you cause someone's death, like they caused him to be laying in the road to be run over by the
3: van, that's what I don't understand. Well, it probably, but, like Michelle said, it probably. I'm guessing they it, it didn't have to do all the testing then. It wouldn't cost the state, yeah. it, it, you know, if they were going to get the same amount of time. I'm guessing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and if we went, if we went for murder they could have got away with it. Okay. okay. You see what, so it, yeah. we I, I had, it's so. Yeah. I guess that's harder to, it
1: has a higher standard to prove it.
0: And that's why we went ahead and went with a, with organized crime because we had everything to prove it. They were, all of them were registered as gang members, you know, that kind of thing. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if it's okay. And did it, Mean anything to you to hear something like apologetic from the family
0: or uh, me? Um, why wait until it ha You know, you could have apologized a long time ago, and you wait just because because you had six years now. Now, if I may say, <clears throat> the brother Ramon Valencia, the youngest brother, who they were giving him a pair of testicles. When we went to court, not once, not once did any of his family go. They didn't go to the court proceedings, but they were all there with his older brother.
1: Oh, that's sad. That's really sad. I mean, my
0: heart went out to him. I Yes, I was the mother of a murdered child. I am. But my heart hurt so bad for him because... He kept looking back and looking back. And his mom is alive. All the people, that that court was filled with this little boy's family for his brother.
1: Wow. But not for him. Wow. And no wonder he's back in prison. He had no support. No.
0: Wow. And he just looked beat up, beat down. Not physically, but you could just see his demeanor. You know, his brother, you know, kind of was stealth and, you know, stood up high. And when he walked in, he's just like, you know, not a friend, not a fly, nothing. Nobody was there for him. Their side of the courtroom was absolutely empty other than the press.
1: Oh, man.
2: How did you feel about the press covering?
0: um, I needed the press. Yeah, how I needed I um when we to help me find them to you know put some light in it to move to you know to get stuff done. Yeah, because it sounds like you were
2: the one calling the police and asking them uh, you have you found them, have you charged them?
0: Absolutely and on? I've I've I advocate to admirant children. I talk I'm Talk about it all the time like you know I see kids um that I feel are at risk I get them I talk to them hey you know I I used to I don't really do it as much anymore because of COVID and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. I would be driving down the street and I'd see these kids with rags hanging out of their pocket I'd pull over and take it from them like you can't you guys need to understand and it doesn't these kids just think that it's, you know, it's my life and it's me. It's me. It's not yes. just you. You've affected a lot of people. Yes. Like he, these boys didn't just affect their family, him, their families, my families, other families, Kathy. Yes. I and mean, she's affected by it. Like it's it's it goes a long way. Like you guys I, and I tell them, you guys don't need to. That that's dumb like you guys think it's cool now but i'll tell you what when you're behind bars you ain't got no friends yeah. you don't have nothing like yeah. nothing no
3: i didn't
0: i never got to know
1: jacob i didn't meet you till probably about six months after mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i never got to know him but i remember clearly seeing it on the news and that was a day I knew what the term there, but for the grace of God, though, I really meant, because that could have been my son. It could just as easily have been mine.
0: And now, I mean, I talk to um, a lot of people, like I hear on, on the news, you know, somebody's son got killed or somebody's daughter got killed locally and I'll figure it out and I'll go and, and give the mom my number. Hey, when you need somebody, unfortunately, we're in the same boat. This is our new norm. And when you need somebody, you let me know I'm here. And I've tried relentlessly to, I want to get a group of people, parents, to be kind of like the first responders, if you will, on stuff like that, of parents that... Because let me tell you, when this first happens, it's a blank. I remember bits and pieces. I don't remember how I got to the site. I don't know if I flew, if I ran, if they drove me. I don't know how I got home. I don't remember a week of my life. I don't... And it's something, you know, I remember tons and tons and tons of people in my home I don't remember who they are I you know it's just it's a horrible thing to go through I don't wish that on my worst enemy I don't wish it on one of those kids' families you know what I mean but I with all my heart want to get Kind of like, a, I don't know how else to put it, a first response when this happens for us to go out there to the site, whatever it may be, and give a card, uh, something to the mom and or to her husband or somebody because at that time you're not going to know the difference right. between day or night for about a month. And let them know that, hey, I'm here. <laughs> and also to go out when, because for two or three weeks my house was overwhelmed with people and then when it's all said and done the people go away and that's when it sets it
1: i remember that's when i remember you talking about that saying you know it's like everybody forgets they go on with their life and you can't go on with yours yeah
0: like I mean, you've been to the balloon releases, Kathy. Yeah. The first two, three years, there was tons of people, tons and tons and tons of people. And now no one. Wow. It's me every year. We don't do his day of death anymore. We do his day of birth. But every year for the last 10 years, it's very few people. It's my closest people that I know, Kathy or Aide, And my... My kids, my family, and that's it. And it just fades away. They forget about it. But I I don't think people forget about it. But
1: Jake's birthday is in July, correct? I think a lot of people are on vacation.
0: You know, that's... I mean, it's okay. We all go on with our life. I don't... I. You know, it's not something... It's not something that everybody... I had somebody tell me one time, Michelle, you just got to go get over it. Like, how do you get over that? (laughs) Like, his own grandfather told me that. His dad's dad told me, well, Michelle, there's a time and day that you have to get over it. Well, I'm so sorry that it's not important to you, but it's important to me. Mm -hmm. So I'll never get over it. You can get out of it. The time that you'll get over it is the time that you take
1: your last breath.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't get over the loss of a child. I just don't I mean I I'm so so thankful that I have not experienced it. Mm-hmm. But I just can't imagine ever getting over the loss of a child. No. Also, and and I
0: get on I go on with day to day and it's day to day and just at a moment's notice for no reason crying. I'll start crying. Mm-hmm. For no reason. And then I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, what's going on? Why am I, and then I realize it's it's July or usually it's in like two weeks before his day of death or two weeks before his birthday, two weeks before Thanksgiving, two weeks before Christmas, I get in this really funky, ugly, sad, depressed type of mode, cry at the drop, drop of a hat. You know, whatever. It's me normally. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that
2: trauma is like that. It will
1: mm-hmm.
2: like it will be triggered. And um and it will continue to be triggered. It doesn't mean that you, that people like I, I try to ask we talk to another victim's family and she said I get re traumatized all the time but It doesn't mean I don't want people to bring it up or to talk about it because it's what I'm living. And so I wonder if you feel the same way that, you know, because I think some people are like being apprehensive, don't want to make you sad or mention, you know, Jacob or whatever, afraid of triggering something. But that must uh, also feel isolating, like people are
0: forgetting or not acknowledging It makes, it makes me feel alone. Mm -hmm. Like I I had, it was a family member and um, I had, oh yes, I don't remember what the conversation was, but it was like, oh yeah, Jacob. And I turned around and I looked at her and she rolled her eyes. She's like, God, like we're going to have to hear this again. And I looked at her and I said, if you don't like to hear my son's name, don't come around me. Bottom line, you talk about your boyfriend all the time that, you know, abuses you and goes out on you and cheats on you. You talk about him all the time. We don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. But yet, you know, you want to hear, you don't want to hear Jacob's name. Well, you know, you can pick or choose, do whatever you need to do. I really don't care. But I'm going to say my name, my son's name, whether you like it or not. Like, you know, too bad. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, I didn't mean now you want to come back and try to, you know, justify it. No, I don't, I don't really care to hear it. Like, no.
2: I, I'm i thinking when you talk about like a network or first responders or some, something for the victim's family, that it sounds like you really need that uh, because you have had to deal with the police and you've had to, you know, try to push it how did you know what to do? How did you know that you had to do something about making sure no plea deals, it weren't okay, or did the police, like, um, were they following up with you, or were you uh, following up with them very much?
0: Well, if they didn't come at me, I went at them. Like, you know, um, say, for instance, um, when when they started making arrests, I was at a doctor's appointment and they called me and they said, and they didn't have to. And I think that was because I have a nickname uh, at the police department and the downtown, the, um, where the prosecutors are that building, what is that? I don't Anyways, downtown, they call me the bulldozer. Yes. They call me the bulldozer because I was relentless. Like I'm, I'm not, like I said, you my son may not be important to you but he's important to me so we're not going to rest on that you're not going to forget you're not going to sleep because if i can't sleep you can't sleep and so that's why i was on the phone rodney king rodney was it rodney is it rodney king yeah what is the 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 prosecutor i think it's rodney what is the detective's name is it rodney king It's something King. Rodney King sounds weird. Isn't that the guy guy in California that. But uh, I think that's his name. Okay. Anyway, Detective King. I don't remember his first name right now, but I would call him on, on all the time, like all the time. And if he didn't answer, I left a voicemail. This is Michelle. Call me back. And he sure would. He would call me back. And, and, you know, Hey, what are you doing? What do I need to do to help you? What do, what are we doing? Like we need to do something. And that's all this. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm glad that this is the
2: way the prosecutor responded. Like that they did acknowledge you and they didn't right. cut you off or. Yeah.
0: And then the prosecutor, did the same thing. I would, when it finally got up to the court I was like, hey, what are we doing? What do we need to do? What do I need to do? What, you know, what we, we need to figure it out. Like, I know that my son's not on the top of your court thing, but we need to figure it out. Come on, let's go. Let's move, move, move. <laughs> let's yeah. do what we need to do. You know, and they kept pushing it back and pushing it back. I started writing letters to the judge. Hey, what, you know, why do you keep pushing? What's going on? Yeah. Then we finally went to court and they wanted to push it back again. He said, absolutely not. Trials in two weeks, and whether you like it or not, flu or not, whatever, we're going to get it done. This mom has waited long enough, and you guys have messed around long enough. We need to figure it out, and they did;
1: they sure did. I think your idea is awesome about you know being getting a group of parents who have lost their children, not just moms. There's dads too that I think would be um, willing to to be involved in that to be there to help guide them through the the steps because it's it's not something you could ever prepare for and and you don't know what steps to take um I and think, not everybody's a bulldozer
3: like you right I think it's also but, healing to be able to help other people yeah. you know you can never yes. get over it but it helps heal it if you can help someone through the process you know yeah. um I think even, Michelle, how old were your other children at the time?
0: Um, 17, 18, and in the military. My son was um, is in the Army. And so downstairs, Junior, Mikey's? Downstairs. Um, sorry about that. Um, he was in the military at the time. And then
3: his two sisters were 12 and 13. Wow. Because I was even thinking, you know, yeah. as a family, you're, the children, uh, the, the siblings also go through their own grief. And how they dealt with it would be, you know, great if children could reach out to other family members, you know, of their brothers and, and sisters and like, to be able to help them through it as well, because the parents are of their own grief. You have your own and you're, you're in the same house, but it's got to be hard on everyone. And it's a little different for everyone.
0: I agree. Um, they all handle it different. And that's why I'm saying not just mothers, fathers, cousins, friends, mm-hmm. brothers, sisters, Jacob had a friend that was like a brother to him. And the friend his parents were like Jacob's second mom and dad. And they, um, when my son got killed, I, of course, who the heck prepares to bury their child?
3: You know what I mean?
0: Like nobody does because we're supposed to die before them. Mm -hmm. And um, they just came up and he he said to me, um, Michelle, you don't even worry about it. The father of Jacob's best friend. He said, you do whatever you want to do to bury him. And when you figure it all out and the bill is printed, you have them call me and I pay for it. Wow. And he paid for everything. Wow. Wow. And and didn't have to. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, it was just, it just happened. <clears throat> but um, it's, it's a funny thing when you go through stuff like this because strangers were more helping than family
1: do you do you think that's because family was in shock and mourning also no no okay
0: no I I don't I I just I mean if anybody's in shock, is his mother oh, yeah. and, yeah. you know, and his father. But in my case, Jacob has a father, but I mean, not a very good one, obviously. But he was um, using the death of his son to his advantage. And he went around town telling, crying about telling people, oh, they killed my son. They killed my son and they were giving him money and he takes this money and his wife and they go camping for two <laughs> wow and never i mean never did he say here son give this to your mom to help bury my son his parents came over here drove over here from Hollister California over here never once said here michelle and they and they are wealthy people wow here michelle let us pay for this let us, you know, or pay half or a quarter. Here's a dollar. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Nothing at all. That's the grandfather that told me to get over it. Wow. But, um, yeah, yes, I'm just, God. you know, that's what I mean by family. There's, mm-hmm. you know, I they came over here from Hollister. They stayed in a hotel and they were gone the next day. Like, I saw them maybe, or wow. well, I say I, but, I mean, they weren't here for me, of course. Their grandsons saw them maybe 10 minutes. Wow. Maybe. They went to the, They said they went to the services. I I don't know. I don't remember. But, you know, that's why I say in, in situations like this, it's, yeah. I've talked to a lot of people, and a lot of people have said that they remember, and they're more grateful to strangers than they are their own family. Wow, and I don't know why. I mean, your brain works. I I don't know.
1: But <laughs> well, we are um, going to interview both of your sons. I've agreed, um, so we will be doing interviews with them also. To, you know, to see how it affected them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have I mean question. I w- oh. Go ahead.
2: No, it was just uh, it was. You had mentioned that during the trial. You had an attorney. Was it like, like a victims' advocate, or did you have to go out and get representation? Um, we have
0: a family. We have a family attorney that is always, um, if we need them, and um, he came just to make sure that everything was, was nothing was being violated as far as me. Um, it never has. But I will say, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. Daniel Luna, who is the youngest kid, his family have tried to, um, like, sell the story or get money from a story from the Mexican, like, channel, not Mexican channels, like, shows and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And the attorney has had to come in there and stop it and do whatever that there's... Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it blocks any money. Um,
1: And I'm glad that you brought that up, Michelle, because I know I didn't know. And a lot of people don't know that you do need an attorney. I mean, everybody thinks, well, the prosecutor is your attorney. They, you know, it's the state's attorney. So they're the ones that are, you know, that's who you go through. But. Apparently, as you pointed out, you need your own attorney.
0: At least on standby. I mean, the prosecutors were very kind to me, to me. I've heard other people where they get mad and they, you know, the prosecutors are being rude or whatever to them. They were not that to me, but my character would not allow that. Like I, you know, a lot of people they're so stuck in their grief that they allow people to run over them. Mm -hmm. I was grieving, but I grieved in a whole different way. I was angry and I was not gonna allow it. I have a friend that a friend that her son was killed um almost a month after Jacob. I'm cold, I'm sorry, I keep yawning and um she has never been the same. And and it was in a different way. He was racing a car and he wrapped it around a pole and it was a car that she bought, but she has never been the same. Like she's not the same person. She literally went crazy. Like it's, it's weird. She's just, I had to pull myself away from her because she needs a lot of help. Like, and it's help that I can't give her. And she, like, she went and bought another house. She has a house that he, they that when he was alive, that he grew up in. And she has a housekeeper come in there. Oh, my God. I'm so cold. Go in there, clean the house. Um, you know, like, he was still alive. His room is the way he left it. And she had to buy a whole new, uh, another house. She bought a, another house. Wow. And she just, she does weird things. It's weird, 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 but different strokes are different both. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't, by the grace of God, I got through it and I'm getting through it. A lot of people can't. Mm-hmm. I have a coworker, her son drowned and three months after he did to the day, she killed herself. She couldn't do it. You know, people do it wow. in different ways.
2: Wow.
1: that's.
2: I have another May- question if that's okay. Because I was wondering about the the kid who your son stepped in so he could run away. Right, that was there with Jacob that night? Uh-huh. Was was he part of any of the trials? Like were they um charged with something with him as well? And was he a witness and did you ever
0: hear from him again? He went to the only, because we only had one trial, and then the rest was, yeah, there was one trial, and then the rest was, he, they pled out. So he was at the trial, but they, um, he w- he got up on the stand, but I don't know why they put him on the stand, because it wasn't even like, It wasn't like a. I think a witness should have been. It was more like he was a kid. It was he, he, ha, you know, that kind of thing. I don't, I mean, he was there. They contacted us a few times. Um, but other than that, he was maybe two seconds at, wow. at most. Uh,
1: but they didn't charge okay. them with anything concerning him, like beating
0: him? Not that I know of, no. They never called me to go or not that I know of, no. Okay, and you've had no contact with him? Um, I, Like on Facebook, I've ran across him a couple of times. I think he's on my son's um, Facebook, I think. I, I don't remember. Um, I didn't like these people to begin with, the the boys that was with him and the two brothers that the kids were hanging around with. Um, so I don't, I didn't really focus on that. I get, I mean, if he had, he had been, they were saying, they said that he had like a broken arm or, or something like that. I remember hearing, that. I didn't see no broken arm. Like I didn't, I, I, I didn't really see any injury when they said that he They were beating him up. In my mind, now I may be wrong, but in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, the way they beat my son, wouldn't they have beat him the same way? And I mean, you could have got away or did get away or whatever, but there was seven guys, three bats. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How did you
0: just get a scratch on your arm? How did you just get a broken arm?
1: Because Jacob took Jacob took the brunt of it, but do
0: I I mean
2: he 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 ran to get help. He
0: didn't call the police. He didn't. He ran to some friend's house. So no, well, they lived maybe a half a block from where this happened. So when he got away, he they said he ran to get help. I don't know. I mean, I don't. There was no cameras. There was no video. There. I don't know. But they said that he ran to get help. And however, the boys did come to look for them. But I I don't I don't know. I'm just grateful that because how can I explain this? My son, my sons, had Nick been there, my middle son with Jacob, they both would have been killed. Oh. Because Nick would not have ran. No, no. Jacob would not have ran. They'd have fought it out and they would have both been killed. I'm very sure of that. However, we all are different people. We all do, you know, our body, our bodies are made to survive. You're going to, you know, people say, no, I'll be there. I do it, you know, whatever. You don't know until you're in that situation Mm -hmm. what you're going to do. Right. You know, so, you know, I... I am a I carry a gun. I don't you know, people say, Well, what are you gonna do? You have a gun, you always carry your gun. You don't know what's gonna happen at that moment. Right. You don't know if you're gonna have time to pull it, you don't know if you're gonna have time to run. You don't know right. until you're in that situation. So I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Michelle, I wanna thank you for coming on and, and talking to us and you know, telling us um about what happened to Jake? Um, before we end, would you like to tell us a little bit of
0: about who Jake was? Wow. Jake was 16, almost 17. He was, out of all my kids, he was the lover. Like, he did not like to upset me. He didn't like to, he was, loved basketball, loved to dance. They wanted harmony and I mean, he was alive would forgive them, but have been their became their friend and, you know, said, hey, man, that's not cool. what You guys are doing. Let's go play basketball. Let's do this. Let's do that. He was he, I mean, and I'm not just saying that because it's my son. Kathy knows me very well and I am very outspoken. And if he was a jerk, I'd tell you he was a jerk. He was not a jerk. <laughs> yeah. He was very, very loving. He, I'm going to give you guys a scenario. He got one paycheck. He was working. He got one paycheck. And he came home and he said, Mama, I cashed this. All I needed was razors and and uh, that stuff you put on your, what is it, shaving, shaving cream? He said, and deodorant. He said, and I bought that in here. I don't need it. You need it more than me. You pay the bills. You know, my other son worked the same job, Nick. He worked the same job, got the same amount of money, and Nick came home asking me for twenty dollars. <laughs> you know, maybe. so that's a mm-hmm. it's a big difference. Yeah, and um, he just they took a lot from the world. He he would have actually changed something. I honestly believe. Um, but you know, God needed him yeah. more than I did. I guess. Thank you for listening to today's episode please check back in next week where we will hear from Carrie Johnson about her nephew, Michael. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you can get notified of when our new episodes release and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at TouchByCrime. by Crime. Thanks, and we hope to see you again next week.